Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week's guest is newly minted Olympian Bryce Hopple, who joined the podcast a few days before leaving for Tokyo. Bryce qualified for the 2021 Olympics when he finished third in the 800, making his second U.S. national team since turning pro in 2019. At the World Championships in Doha, he finished fourth in the 800, and he's not shy about his desire to land on the podium this time around. Bryce is a Texas native and graduate of the University of Kansas, and we had a great conversation about his path to running, his go-to taco order, why he should star in Space Jam 3, and everything in between. The first round of the 800 is the evening of Friday, July 30th, if you live in the U.S., so don't miss the chance to cheer him on. Enjoy the episode, subscribe, follow, like, review, rate, all the things that you do, and until next time, this has been Run Your Mouth. No time like the present to just rip it. So uh, right, welcome so to Run did. Your Mouth, long run talk for long talking runners. I'm here this week with a very special guest, uh, pretty much like on his way to the airport, more or less. <laughs> uh, new new Olympian uh, headed to Tokyo in a couple of days, Bryce Hoppel. How's it going? Hey, it's good to be on. <laughs> when do you leave? uh saturday so not not too many days left uh it's kind of sneaking up like this whole year has gone by quickly now or at least like because i feel like the trials just like snuck up on us and then got through that and then all of a sudden here we go we're about to head to tokyo have you started packing at all (laughs) heck no my routine (laughs) is normally i need to get out of this but like i usually do it like the night of or i've even found myself like if i have like a one like 1 p.m flight I'll start packing like the morning of. And so I, I do the same thing. I literally the last flight I took, I pa- packed the morning of and remembered everything except socks um, <laughs> and did not bring a single pair of socks with me. But Oh shoot. Socks <laughs> is like the main thing. I like plan that all out. Cause like you got to do your runs and then you got to have. Like, yeah. Well, track. I wasn't, it wasn't for a race. So I wasn't like in that mindset, but. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just borrowed a couple of pairs for the weekend. It wasn't too bad yeah <laughs> obviously like tokyo super long flight um what's your what's your long flight strategy i imagine between doha and everything else you you've gotten a little used to it by now uh you a sleeper uh, oh yeah a i'm a big sleeper i used to like it's funny because like some of the dudes on the team here at KU used to make fun of me because like we'd have like when you're in cross-country season you're going to practice at like 5 a.m and I'd just pass out like on the way out to the tempos and long runs and stuff. I'd I'd clock out on the bus, and so <laughs> I sleep easily anywhere. Uh, I usually just try to sleep as much as I can on flights, and it works out for me. <laughs> that that's a good good ass quality to have. <laughs> um, I cannot sleep on planes; it drives me crazy. Oh uh, yeah, no, it's it's a skill for sure. I work on it. <laughs> I went to Japan a couple of years ago, and the way there like we were going for a race so the way there i was like trying to like get up every like you know a couple hours stretch my legs and everything uh the Mm -hmm. way back i just like they gave you free wine so i just had like three glasses of red wine and then that just like put me to sleep for the rest of the the rest of the flight (laughs) well hopefully if if tokyo goes well we'll we'll upgrade to first class and be ordering some uh some drinks and celebration stuff so 
We'll make yeah, did you check? I saw, I saw that on Twitter of like everyone was checking their first class upgrade, how like expensive it would be. Did you check to see how much it would be for you? Yeah, it's five grand for the first class upgrade. I'm like, uh, is it <laughs> worth it? No, like I'm going to end up there anyway. So <laughs> start the GoFundMe now. That's the, that's the key. or the only fans that's that's what all you know everyone's doing these days Uh, (laughs) work your way to upgrade to first class (laughs) yeah you know know, it's for a good cause right (laughs) (laughs) that's funny Uh, i remember that one of the conversations when i was there in boston with y'all the heather and them were talking about the only fans of like just doing like feet pics and stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's always it's always a uh you know risk reward with runners though because runners have gross ass feet so like i don't know (laughs) I mean, maybe I'm, you know, there's something for everybody on the internet. I'm sure somebody's, <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to shame not, anyone. So not it though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're two minutes in. We're already talking about feet pics. That's, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. What do you know who you're rooming with in Tokyo yet? Or do you like find out when you get there? I have no clue. They made it sound super like curated to, they're like, oh, we're going to put you with someone that's not even going to be there just to like, get around covid like someone that'll be go like racing on a later day oh i see our later days and so like maybe we'll be remiss for like a couple days but we'll see that's kind of smart yeah how do you how do you uh plan to i mean i'm assuming you're going to be stuck in your room for for quite some time so are you like do you plan are you binging tv shows bringing movies video games what's the deal honestly need something to pass the time like i need to be put on to something because i have actually not thought about that like hopefully there's not too much like downtime i'm always pictured just like oh we're gonna be in the olympic village it's gonna be a fun time like but now that i think about it it probably is gonna be a lot of downtime just doing a whole lot of nothing but i'm most excited for those cardboard beds that everyone's hyped about <laughs> oh yeah you test those out see if they really oh, yeah. are we're gonna break them down we're gonna we're gonna get a group effort we're just gonna like take apart the beds and just build like a huge fort of everyone's cardboard and so <laughs> It'll be pretty interesting. I'll, I'll head the project. Uh, uh, if you do that, I need to, I need to see pictures for sure. <laughs> oh, we do something just to like, I don't know. Why would they make us cardboard beds? But I guess it is good for the environment and stuff, but we got to do something fun about it, especially when we're leaving, they're just going to trash them anyway. So we got to make Yeah. Well, there was the whole thing about how like people are like they're anti-sex beds. And then did you <laughs> see the video of like that kid, the Irish guy, like jumping on the beds? <laughs> Oh no, I haven't seen it. Are they pretty sturdy or what? Yeah, he's it. like they're fine. They're like not gonna break. Like they're not gonna break. That's fake news. They're not. Uh... Oh dang! <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen any follow ups. So there's good that there's test reviews. I need to look up some YouTube videos of a a review of the bed. <laughs> what do you What do you normally do on like a you know like evening meet day? Like you're like oh, I got to lay low. What What's the strategy? Usually just like find something cool on Netflix, kind of inspirational movie or something. Uh, I don't know. Try trying to have to do a whole lot because I feel like to be a runner, I, I remember I forgot who I was talking about this with, but like you gotta be really good at just doing nothing for like recovery time. Uh <laughs> but no, I'm I'm a big Netflixer, I guess, and maybe bring a good book along. What are you watching? Uh, these days? Actually, I'm a constant nanigans around the village. I'm, uh, like, okay. you oh, you're menace. gonna be a menace to society. I'm gonna be a menace for sure. I like. <laughs> I want to figure something out. Just like push the edge so much. Like I don't want to get sent home, but we'll figure something out. I feel like between like Matthew and Clayton and somebody, you can you can ra- wrangle some people to to cause cause a little ruckus. Exactly. <laughs> Those two, they've already have experience. So they know they know their limits are at. So we'll we'll see what goes down. <laughs> Do you feel like this is like 
you know, obviously coming off Doha, it's like you've kind of experienced a global championship before. Do you feel like, oh, this is super different or like, uh, I, I'm, I know what I'm doing? Oh, honestly, it feels super different. I feel like just like so many athletes are on this year. It's an Olympic year. It, there's definitely some difference to it. I'm just like kind of scared because it's like, oh, shit. Like looking back, obviously, like I had that experience. I did those things in Doha, but it's like, holy shit. Like, how do you do that again? And so I, it's like, I'll be ready for it, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Blessed by ignorance a little bit. That kind of yeah. like it's all happening as a whirlwind. So you don't even have time to think about it. Exactly. Just go along with the ride the wave. Have you asked anyone for advice? Oh, so, I mean, obviously your coach and, and shit like that, but probably should. He's coming along. So he'll, he'll guide me through it as we go. But as of now, like, no, I'm just trying to get through the training, get through getting healthy and everything and just get there and compete. <laughs> you healthy? Feeling good? I think so. We're, we're working on it. So we're, we're working some stuff through, uh, in Eugene. So it was, it was kind of tough. The quad strain was a lot worse than we thought it was. Cause I mean, quad strain should heal in a couple of weeks, but it's been a long time now. I don't know. It was like right before Boston. I don't know when that was, but we're still, we're still trying to get there. We're feeling good though. We're, we're like 95%. We'll, well be if you can like, you know, but rip out 144 is not feeling hundred percent. That's a good sign. You know, true. That was, that was super encouraging. Cause like, it was hurting bad that day. And I was like, I had to push through some stuff to make it through that race. And so the trials. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. It was not happy with me after that, but Hey, we, we, we got it done. How aware were you that Donovan was like flaming when you were in the race? So that was actually on my mind. Like when I passed him, I was like, Oh no. Okay. Like I'm passing him, but like, he's still there. Like in the back of my mind, when, when I felt Isaiah kind of like on my shoulder back there, I thought that was Donovan. So I'm like, here it goes. I just need to give everything. And so I gave like a little more surge and came across the line in third, but it didn't really, it actually hit me. Like after like all the fields, like, Oh shoot, I just made the Olympic team. Like, dang, like Donovan's not on the team. And so that was crazy. He's, it's definitely going to be a different team without him, but I mean, he's going to bounce back. He's, he's one of the best hopefully to ever do it soon, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously it's like, it's still a good, awesome squad going. So I, I like the, the U S chances, oh, yeah. um, but <laughs> we come around. And we count. I feel like people are already like not counting us out, but I mean, we're definitely going to put two, if not three of us into that final. And one of us is going to get a medal for sure. Hopefully. I, I mean, I'm going for it, but we'll, the, the chances if, are good. If you do. So like with jumping ahead in time a little bit, if you're, uh, you know, bring home the gold, everything goes well, it's after Tokyo. How are you going to celebrate? Oh man, that's such a good question. Like I, I remember we got asked that before, but honestly, just like <laughs> I already told, so I had like a pretty good friend group go up there to Eugene. Uh, I was telling those boys like, yo, if I win gold or if I win any medal, we're taking a boy's trip to Vegas. Like I'll even pay for y'all to get there. Like we're, we're all going to Vegas to celebrate a little bit. Cause I've never been to Vegas. I've never got to experience that. And so what better way to, to experience, like <laughs> celebrate than just have a, have a crazy party in in uh, one of the coolest casinos in Vegas. So <laughs> I don't know that's, that's the idea, but obviously gotta, gotta celebrate with the family and kind of just try to give back to the community, go you know, more to the <laughs> wholesome <laughs> side. Uh, Vegas sounds good. Did you, did you see Ribich won some money this past weekend? Oh, no, was, I didn't. He like, 
right after he PR'd, he like texted somebody, his girlfriend or somebody who was in um Vegas and was like, place this bet. And he won like eight hundred dollars or something. Dang. All right, <laughs> so, all right. I need to get on that then. <laughs> we were sitting right next to um your I think your roommate uh in the stands because it was like right after heather qualified and then there was a bunch of uh ku guys that were like in the same section as us really yeah and so we were like this is uh we're like this is the spot like you know heather qualified and then you qualified and then we were actually um luis and some of ellie hennis's family were like also in that same section Oh, so dang. when the 5k was going off, we were all like saying to them, we're like, listen, we're two for two on this section. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the spot. You got good mojo. Uh, okay. That's, that's the spot. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. The back, uh, the Bowerman curve or the curve formerly known as Bowerman. I don't know what it's called these days, but. Oh yeah. That's a little like final curve going to the stretch, right? Final stretch. Okay. Yeah. Right there. You got the good view on the, the steeple falls. That um, is where the home If you're feeling sadist. <laughs> you got to get <laughs> oh the steeple oh if you would you ever steeple heck no i don't think i could do anything like just the thought of trying to jump over something when i'm already tired is like no plus like three three thousand meters i think i cap out at 1500 i mean i tried my hand at 1500 like that kind of kicked my butt a little bit so we'll we'll have to refine that a little bit okay you say that but i so i i didn't do like almost no research for this but i did look up a couple of things and apparently you have your school's three mile record from high school <laughs> yeah so i remember that came from i ran that some... one and then just never did anything after that in cross country like i was i was a disappointment after that in cross country so <laughs> <laughs> did you did you run cross in college uh i did so i ran like freshman sophomore year a little bit junior year, but I didn't quite, <laughs> my coach didn't take me to the junior or to the regionals or whatever for my junior year. And so I was like, ah, okay. Like it's whatever I'm going pro <laughs> don't need cross country anymore. Glad to be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have like a, at least, at least a favorite course or something back in the day? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite, but I had a least favorite and I got chewed out by one of my teammates. Cause I was just complaining so much. I think, I mean, cross country is in the winter. So we were at regionals one time in sophomore year. I think we were in Iowa, Ames, Iowa. And it was just freezing cold outside. And we we're about to do a 10K, my first ever 10K. Cause like, I don't know why I switched from eight to 10. And I was just not happy. I was, I was probably being more of a negative Nancy than I needed to. And <laughs> he just started yelling at me, like, hey, you need to get, get your head all right. You're, you're bringing us all down. I was like, ah, my bad, my bad. Like, <laughs> but cross country just wasn't my thing. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, it seemed like you found your thing in fairness. Did you, did uh, yeah. you play other sports growing up? Yeah. So I actually have like a, oh, I don't know if it's like a very unique story, but I ended up going from soccer to track at the last minute. And so soccer was like my first love in sport, uh, played that in baseball for most of my life. And sophomore year in high school, they were like, uh, switch. They're like, Hey, come out to cross country for, for some, um, just to like stay in shape for soccer. And I was like, all right. And then I ended up liking it and dedicated myself to track for junior year. And then the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> was, so- was soccer a spring sport in Texas? Yeah, they overlapped. You only got to run like one track race if you got to do, if you did soccer. And so that was tough. Like I did like my freshman, sophomore year, I ran maybe like three total races over those two years, just cause like 
when soccer finished, you're like, okay, like I want to go run real quick. <laughs> it's usually just like the district race or you have to do one more if you made it to area, but obviously I wasn't really focused on the time. I was a 400 meter runner that those years. So <laughs> yeah, I was, I was so- a soccer, swimming, baseball was my, my like three, but with soccer as a fall sport in Massachusetts. So you could okay. do like my freshman year, I did soccer in the fall and track in the spring. So oh, you could do both. Dang, I wish it worked like that. I don't yeah, know. I, got, I guess everything got too good at track. Better. <laughs> so I had to do, had to do cross in the fall. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's not bad. I feel like a lot of uh, like, especially mid distance runners, you sort of come from a more like athletic background. Mm. Um, you know, it kind of gives you the strength or whatever. True. <laughs> that's, that's like the, like Nick Willis, I think says that about his kids. Like, uh, like, Oh, I'm going to like put them in other sports, like for as long as I can. Like, I think oh, that's yeah. so true. Is like running, like, I mean, I, I love running now, but it's also like, it kind of sucks. You can get like, your cat on appeal. Like, yeah. And you just want to like play like sports of balls. <laughs> like, yeah. If you, yeah. If you start at a young age and then go, especially all the way through to a pro career, it's like, I'm sure not many people make it through that whole time of the, the grind of running. <laughs> <laughs> so as a baseball guy, were you, were you Astros fan or what was your, what was your team? Uh, I didn't follow as much as I wanted to, but my dad's actually like uh, a minor league general manager for the, oh, really? for the Oakland days. And so I like kind of rooted for the Oakland days a bit, but I don't know. I was always more into to other stuff. And I think football was always my attraction. Cow, big, big, big Cowboys fan for sure. Okay. <laughs> Is your dad still, uh, still with the double A team? Uh, yeah, he is. He's, I mean, he's going to retire soon. He's been in baseball for like, I think he's almost almost 40 years now. He's been going for like 39 years in baseball. So, well, so here's all right. It's all coming together in my brain. So, you pull an MJ, play once you like start to retire from running, play yeah. some double A ball. Um, and then we can do like Space Jam 3, but with track where you like come back to it and, the, and like do a bunch of races with the Looney Tunes. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> how like, definitely gonna do that that's uh that sounds like a good plan <laughs> that's uh we'll get somebody that does video to, to put together a trailer for that <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. i love seeing little projects like that did you see like the most recent like uh i don't know who it was with but craig angles just posted like a like a space uh i don't know what he's promoting i think it's for like artican or something the bracelets but it was a pretty, oh. pretty funny video he did the um he had so he had a funny one a couple months ago. I was gonna, I thought you were gonna say there was um Hobbs Kessler and like his friends did like the Mario Kart thing. Did you see that? Oh no, I didn't see that. <laughs> I need to look that up. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of good. I, I don't watch. Do you watch like running YouTube videos and stuff? A little bit, not like too much. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch much. I did actually watch like the the whole Tin Man doc they just put out. It was pretty good. Oh um, shit, I watch but, that too. No, but after this, yeah. you definitely need to go look at that. I already can't. Okay. Remember. I'm going to look that up for sure. I yeah. liked um, when Craig did the, I think it was the Harry's Razor promo. The videos he made for those were like so yeah. funny. <laughs> Craig is just a, like, you can market that guy just for anything. Yeah. Well, I need Barstool to care about like anybody besides him. So you got to like grow a mustache or something to, you know, get, get their <laughs> attention so they can bring more eyeballs to the sport. <laughs> True. I'll do. I'll do my best. <laughs> Can you grow a mustache? I don't. Uh, I, something tells me you are not a big facial hair guy. <laughs> I kind of can. I feel like 
I, I don't know if like a lot of people know that I'm half Mexican, but I feel like I just look like super Mexican when I start growing out the facial hair. Like I get like the mustache and like the little goatee. And so I, I usually stay away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried to like commit to it or like no shave November or anything like that? Nah, I feel like it just like doesn't come in well. And so I just look like I'm homeless. And, uh, <laughs> I usually just end up shaving it after a little bit, but maybe, maybe this November I'll, I'll try it out. If I'm not just kind of stay that's away fair. from the public eye. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, you'll see always... me the next race, just full face, like full beard. <laughs> yeah. I feel like COVID was the, like, I, I grew like a bit of a beard during COVID, like the beginning of COVID when like everybody was like really locked down and not seeing everybody. And I never, I never like really committed because I'm like, I'm Italian. So I'm like super hairy. So I can grow like good facial hair, but I don't <laughs> like, I don't really like it. I and wish so, if, I, if I could, I'd probably would, but like, ah, I've been, I've been experimenting with it. So I was just going <laughs> down to it. I was like, uh, <laughs> um, well, sp- speaking of style, I got two uniform questions for you. One, how do you feel about the, uh, the cheetah print this year? <laughs> oh, hmm. I think I look like. I think they go really well on some people. I think they probably should have gone in like a different direction for the males though. Like, I don't know if you're like, I just don't pull off cheetah print very well, <laughs> but like on all the girls, like it looks awesome. And so I don't know. It's, it's a neither here nor there, but I don't know. <laughs> well, you gotta, so you win in Tokyo and then they'll make you one of those like uh, dope Noah Lyles uniforms. That, See, that one the, is sick. the white ones that he has are freaking awesome. Like I, I wish I like had the world champion one, but you know, got to do that first. <laughs> well, sounds like all the more reason. I mean, is it, I, you probably needed extra motivation. That's, a, so. that's the only motivation. <laughs> uh, make sure I get in a cool uniform. <laughs> um, and then my other question was basically just, I, I feel like any of my friends that went to Kansas, I like have to ask, like, what can I do to get a pair of those pink half tights? Cause those are oh. like my favorite NCAA uniform. Like those are like so those? <laughs> yeah. some people hate on them. Some people love them. I'm definitely on the love side. Like if I could race in that kit all the time, I would for sure. Like those pink half tights and the baby blue, they're just hanging up on the wall over here. It's, they go well together and it's unique. You don't see anyone else running in baby blue and pink. So I yeah, can try you, there's no pink anywhere. Yeah. It's like, exactly. it stands out to, in a crowd for sure. I'll snag some from our equipment room and get them to you the next time I see you. <laughs> yes. Oh man. That would be sick. See the, Dream even, the true. even bolder statement is like, obviously you don't see people racing in them, but we have like the warm up tights. And so you just have full legs, pink, full pink. Those are, <laughs> those are uh, interesting. Maybe if you do like a, a field event or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I can <laughs> just rock the full leg tights pink. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually was going to ask about that, but before we get to that, um, did ha- I jokingly was going to be like, Oh, is that why you pick Kansas? But why did you pick Kansas? See, like going out of high school, I wasn't like super because every, what everyone asked me is like, oh, like you're from Texas. Like, why didn't you go to Texas Tech or Texas or like all those ones? And I was like, ah, my parents were from Arizona and from Montana and they went to Gonzaga and the University of Arizona. So like I always had kind of like allegiance and like cheering for those schools and like was never really interested in Texas schools. So I was like, OK, I'm, my, my, my mind's open to like everything. And Kansas was just one of the official visits that I went on. And I really liked I mean, Coach Witt was probably what drew me in the most. And then I think I just really vibed with the team. Well, like it was, is everything that I fell in love with track and cross country by finding a great group of friends there in Midland. And when I like saw the people here and just like the tight knit community, I was like, all right, that's very similar to what I'm 
what I'm used to there. And so I was like, all right, let's do it. And it was actually like a crazy decision. Cause I remember I got to tell this story too much. Uh, but it was like maybe two days after I'd gotten back and we were like scheduled for another visit to go to Baylor, I believe, but something just woke me up at 3am. And I was like, you know, like I loved Kansas. Like, I think, I think I want to go there. And so I just like run into my parents and like 3am like guys, I'm going to Kansas. And so, uh, that was kind of just like how I made the decision. And luckily everything went well and definitely wouldn't do anything different. Cause I mean, coach Witt and the team in here and everything, just every aspect definitely made me as the athlete that I was. And so it was cool. Oh, sweet. All right. Yeah. Statue of limitations has passed by this point. So like, who is the girl that you met on your recruiting? Visit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that actually wasn't it. <laughs> But, they take you to a party that that's always I, I do feel like the the recruiting visit that that's still like a black box where it's like you can't talk about it until a couple of years later so surprisingly Alabama took me to a big party like OU took me to do a big party and KU was the one that didn't take me to like drink or party and so I think at the time like I've, I've probably changed a little bit but since then but that that like kind of resonated with me I was in a huge partier. I actually didn't like have alcohol or anything until I was 21. And so really, <laughs> that was, yeah. So I used to be on a different kind of mindset and I think it definitely helped with getting to where I was, but now don't, you, you also, learn that you can, you can. Yeah. Don't make it sound like you're like a degenerate now. You're still very like dedicated. Like, oh, for sure. For hard sure. work. Yeah. I'm just like, from then, like alcohol was like, uh, just uh i don't know less of a big deal i was like heck no like i'm not doing that (laughs) (laughs) oh that like our selling point for kansas too it's like our basketball team and like allen Fieldhouse. that was something everyone has to experience i don't know like how crazy like basketball is for everyone else's colleges but it's insane here it's a lot of fun (laughs) so that that's surprisingly cornell not a big basketball school Um, yeah what was like the like ivy league the only we were like like hockey and lacrosse were and wrestling were like the big dude uh, i feel like i wish my college had a hockey team that'd be so cool to yeah hockey games at cornell are really fun like historically that was like because like the track team was pretty good like we got top 10 in double a's one year um and uh you know like the lacrosse team and stuff was good but like yeah the hockey teams had like the tradition where like you go like hockey games were always like lit to go to because like there was all the cheers and stuff that you would have to like learn no one ever went to the football games but <laughs> yeah no well, that's how we are our football yeah. is uh it's an it's a work in progress <laughs> yeah but my, my boyfriend goes to or went to uk so i feel like i am learning about and lives in lexington still um so it's like I'm I'm starting to understand what being like a big basketball school is oh, like. Yeah. Is like yeah, um, well, we used to go there for like a meet yearly, and so I've been to Lexington a few times. Yeah, it's a cool spot. <laughs> they got a blue track. That's kind of fun. Oh yeah. Oh, I never went for outdoor. I guess I've always just gone for indoor. Is it blue too? Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they don't let anybody on it. It's a whole sticking point with the with the town. <laughs> oh, they. <laughs> yeah. Only um, they. I mean, that's got to be. I mean one of the nice things about sort of your training setup now is being able to still use all the facilities and stuff, especially during yeah, COVID. That's definitely, uh, I was going to say that's what keeps me here for so long, but definitely just like scared to leave coach Witt. I mean, he's done so much for me. So, but no, it is nice. That's so like being a pro is weird. It's like you either join a group or you kind of like stay solo. And so like, if you stay solo, you're basically like not required, but 
the best bet is to like just stay with your college and kind of use all the resources still. So yeah, definitely nice. Do you, do you work out with guys in the team still or is everything just solo? Yeah, it's well, it's tough because like obviously they're not training track right now. And so a lot of the year is solo, but when they are in their season and kind of like when we can line things up, I do train with them a little bit, but for the most part, when what's like not driving me crazy, but it's, it's tough to train solo for so like so long out of the year. And so probably start crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I do need need to do a little change here soon, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. You did a little, you did a little San Diego trip, right? You were out there with uh, Eric and, and Terrence for a bit. That was so much fun. I love that, but <laughs> uh, not sure if I, that's a big move, like all the way to San Diego, living in California. It's too much so sun. The weather's so too good. Family and everything too. And yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, that, uh, not to, we almost got into it, but we got to get into it now. Yeah. Um, one of the things I, I ask people is uh, what, um, if you could pick a field event to do, um, that's not your main event, which one would you pick? And I think, We'll, we'll do a two-parter and we'll also expand it to other Olympic sports since uh, it is the time. Okay. Okay. Uh, probably you don't hear this one much, but I don't know, coming from like more of a baseball background, I think javelin would be a lot of fun. I like, I want to throw a javelin so bad. I've never even picked one up. I have picked one. So I picked them up. Those things are dangerous. We mess around with them in the locker room. I just like mess around like, Hey, like, <laughs> uh, I feel like I could toss that thing pretty far. And so, Classic Bryce just swinging his javelin around in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> no double meaning to that. Like, yeah. There's actual sharp javelins in there. So. <laughs> uh, at least javelin is one. Like I feel like that's one of those things. Like I think pole vault is sick, but you can't sure. like like I could throw a javelin. It wouldn't go very far, but like I could do it. <laughs> yeah, you can pick it up easily. I feel like pole yeah. vault. Yeah, Whereas like pole vault, it's like you just you couldn't even get over the barrier of like accomplishing. I like a proper vault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no way. That one would be fun, though. I feel like pole vault's definitely made with Mondo, like, recent years. I don't know. Oh, if yeah, I like... That's definitely the sexy one. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Like, I've, I probably haven't been a big, like, track follower for the longest time, but I feel like pole vault's, like, one of the premier events now, so. <laughs> it's super fun. I mean, it's just, like, I feel like it's also, like, it's a very, um, like just emotional event like when people like people get really hype when like they like clear heights and stuff and like yeah. really yeah. frustrated when they don't i feel like you can always tell like you know unlike some of the like track events where everybody's like very like stoic it's like you can't always tell how they're feeling during the competition which like kind of gets you invested yeah we have a really good pro uh pole vault program here at ku and uh i always brag to them i got to see like the the pole vault world record in person so i'm like <laughs> Are y'all even pole vault fans? <laughs> big, big vault guy. That's uh, that's what they say about Bryce. Big vault guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I'll do that. I'll try. That. <laughs> um, but uh, the then the other question: you could pick another Olympic event, like anyone you want. Which one are you going for? <sighs> Let's do some table tennis. I uh, do ping pong so much yeah? fun. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Watching videos and like those professionals do, I'm like, holy shit, I would not even last a round. And so, uh, I don't know, try to perfect the craft in that. And I think it'd be really cool to, to try that out. But I'm trying to think like what other ones, I think the, all the winter sports are so cool. Like what's your favorite uh, one to watch? Favorite one to watch. I feel like track and swimming are like very, 
we're just like hype because like it's just like all fast pace super going on i'm a big like i like soccer i've gotten really into soccer watching i don't know if that's like it's hard to call it's an olympic sport but like those are more so like yeah. you just see those throughout the year so um i don't know i'm blanking on like the unique ones but i really i really like beach volleyball i think beach oh, volleyball true. is really fun to watch beach volleyball but... is awesome i was gonna say like it's more this isn't summer olympics but like winter i've always wanted to like Obviously, I wouldn't be able to steer one, but like hop in for a ride on like down the bobsled, dude. That'd be so fun. You could Lolo Jones did it. You could cross over. <laughs> oh, true. I forgot she was track and freaking bobsledding. Yeah. Dang. All right. That's another. That's another like me, space jam. So good ideas. So cool runnings. Good. Cool runnings too, starring <laughs> Bryce Hopple. Dude, yeah, you're giving me some some great ideas to run on. <laughs> Uh, this is that's definitely going to be that's uh yeah i mean it's just going to be sick to watch like i i feel like once we can kind of get over the hope hype the hump of everybody being like um nervous it's like once the games actually start going it's like just going to be so fun oh yeah no it's i think it's definitely more nerve-wracking leading up to it because it's like ah but like once once it actually gets there it's like okay it's already here there's not much you can do about it like just go out there and compete so I just want to be there in Tokyo. That's the most stressful thing is because like they, they seem so strict with everything. It's like you always have these thoughts of like, am I even going to make it there? <laughs> and so hopefully once we're there, everything will just be Once you're there, yeah. yeah. Get through the All whole right. travel process. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder, uh, are you a picky eater? Kind of, yeah. Like seafood is not my thing. And I know that's pretty big there. So we'll see how that plays Seafood's out. not my thing either, I will say. Um, yeah. Because that was the big... When I was in Japan, that was like a big thing where it was like the food was good, like, but it mm. would definitely kind of was like you you had to always like make a conscious effort to eat enough because like the portions are pretty small and like okay, yeah. a lot of it's very like kind of like healthy and like like vegetables and stuff like that. So it's like you gotta be like, I did I actually eat enough like over the course <laughs> of the day? <laughs> Dang yeah pro well, tip yeah cool thanks for like i feel like i'm not even like i'm I'm prepared but little things like that it's like oh i need to make sure yeah I'm well the, the thing that's nice too is like you'll be in tokyo so it's like there's it's much more like you know there'll be like grocery stores that have like all sorts of western food and stuff when we were there we like traveled around and some of the other parts like have yeah. much more like it's much more like traditional and stuff like that so okay, you'll be okay i need to stock up on like bars like I remember I just, even like in Eugene, I guess we had like grocery store, but owner, where was I? Or not in Eugene, sorry. When I was in Europe recently, I was like, I just need a good like cliff bar or like something. <laughs> but they had just like pretty quarantined into those hotels. So it was, it was tough. Dude, that was, to um, I don't think I got across again in my life. So <laughs> when I got back from Japan, my like number, literally, I like basically got off the plane. It was like, I just want a fucking cheeseburger so bad i'm like i want something just like greasy and american like the food's good but it's like they don't have anything like that and it's like see my weakness is tacos like i've had so many tacos like i've gone to the same taco spot like three nights in a row now actually i need to switch nice (laughs) but that was literally the first thing i did like literally before i even went home i just like went from the airport to the taco shop i was like i need my tacos (laughs) what's the what's the go-to order uh i usually get like five carne asada tacos they're like not too big with onions and cilantro and then you got to get the salsa verde and some side of beans and rice 
That's the fuel right there. That's what I freaking run off of. Dude, you know what I... <laughs> this is like fucking embarrassing to admit, but I'm going to put it on the air anyways. <laughs> we went to a taco spot the other day. Uh, I was visiting my boyfriend in Kentucky and uh, we were having dinner with him, him and one of his friends and we got tacos and like the people next to us... Okay, I can't believe I'm telling this story. <laughs> the people next to us had left, I swear to God, an untouched bowl of guac like they ordered like chips and guac and like did not like touch it and i was just like if they had eaten out of it you couldn't tell and they had just like left all their like dishes and stuff and like the wait staff hadn't like cleared them away yet and we're looking over and we're like that is like a full fucking thing of guac. <laughs> like, oh, dude, yeah, snag that. You snag no, it, right? we absolutely like we like look. I like commented on it like two times, and then my friend was just like, "Just take it," and I'm like, "Oh, oh fine, I'm gonna take that's it." That's not like, even shameful at all. You we're all vaccinated, like you know. <laughs> can't be wasting any guac, yo. Like, yeah, it was. It had to be done. Uh, it was a it was a public service. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'd be upset if you didn't like it. That's yeah. guac is so good. Um, before we wrap it up, the uh, Tell me about Monaco, because I just fucking like I that's like on my dream list of places to go. Oh, dude, it's so beautiful there. Like you just like if you go to like the Monte Carlo area, you just feel like so out of place. You just like see all these like insane cars, like just so nice, like all the like crazy stores. And like then you go down to like the the port and it's like yachts, like just yachts everywhere. And it's like, geez. And uh I don't know. Just like even walking along the coast, it's such a beautiful place. Like I'll always try to get back there yearly. Like that meat is so much fun too. Like the meat is awesome. How they put that on. Uh, I couldn't say anything more good about it. Like it's just like an incredible place. <laughs> All right. You just made me think of two more questions. One that we've asked before and one that we've never asked. Yeah. One, if you had unlimited money, like, you know, whatever, you're a billionaire or whatever. What's like okay. something just like stupid that you would buy? Like what's, what's your like, you know, money is no object. I'm, t- I'm getting this. Is it a car? Is it a whatever? Oh, well, okay. Hold on. Before I like forget this thought, I'll get to something that I'll buy. But <laughs> because of the Jeff Bezos thing, dude, I would go to space a hundred percent. You go to space? I'm trying to get to space. Like that'd be so I'd cool. I'd be afraid like- to go to space. People die in space and shit. But it's worth like it, it's worth the risk. Like to not many people have seen the earth from like that point of view. Like I've always been so fascinated with with that type of stuff. And so a hundred percent I'd like put my money towards doing that, go to space or something. Definitely like if I could a mission to the moon, obviously that doesn't happen. <laughs> That'd be incredible. Uh let's see, something that I'd buy. Uh I don't know, like it's kind of just like out there again, but it just like went into my mind i get like a submarine and like go explore the depths of the ocean that'd be that'd be fun see some you're like life. ready to be a billionaire you have all like the like crazy rich guy shit like, <laughs> on tap like <laughs> get this man a tech startup <laughs> yeah i just think about that stuff too too much i'm just uh... <laughs> i like that yeah because i was thinking like because um like I'm a big James Bond guy. And so like one of the like stupid things that I would buy is just like the Aston Martin that he drives. Like oh. that would be like, like a little Aston Martin DBS. Like I would, I would jet around that. I, I think I don't, Aston Martins are my favorite, like kind of like supercar stuff. Uh, I currently have a Honda Civic, so I'm not okay. quite That's there yet, but maybe that. one day. <laughs> yeah, it works. 
Um, and then my other question, which I literally just came up with now, but I fucking love it. I'm going to ask everyone this from now on. Um, bucket list. What is one item on your bucket list that you're like, I got to do this before I die? Live somewhere out of the US. Like I want to put in like a good year of just like, I don't know, before you get in like, because like right now we're kind of like have the freedom of like being a pro runner. And so before I like get into my career, I just want to go do like a work in like a pasta shop in like Italy. <laughs> I don't know. That just sounds incredible. Yeah. To you can do like St. Moritz and uh, train there at altitude and stuff. Like, <laughs> dude, yeah. See, like I want to do stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Getting the experience of just like living in another culture is like such a great opportunity. And like, I don't know, see life from a different perspective, but I think that'd be that's a, a good, that's a good answer. I like that. Definitely on my bucket list to do that. <laughs> nice all right well we wrap it up every episode fan of the pod you got to know by this point you got to have done your homework yeah um (laughs) first one is your instagram crush what are you feeling tiktok instagram twitter whatever what are you into these days if it's olympian shoot your shot put it out there you never know what will happen oh (laughs) shoot i don't want to do that (laughs) who's the instagram crush it doesn't have to be a person. Like it could just be like like a stupid like meme or something. But if you do Dang want to it. shoot your shot, now's definitely the time. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like Twitter crush. Like I don't know why. I enjoy Kyle Merber's content. <laughs> nice. He'll be very yeah. flattered to hear that. Yeah. It always makes me laugh. Like I, I was like super into just like him and Chris Chavez were killing it with the trials and stuff. And so I was like, damn, like I, I need to see, that was like the first time, like, I just need to see more content like from these dudes. And so I was like, all right, I'm all about it. <laughs> oh God. I'm honestly so mad. You said that they don't need their egos inflated anymore. <laughs> uh, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Yeah. Take it back. Take it back. I'm going to cut that out. No, I'm not going to cut it out, but <laughs> they'll be very happy to hear that. And it sounds like, uh, you know, stay tuned for hopefully more stuff on tap TBD. We'll see. I don't think I can announce anything yet, but, uh, yeah. Um, your go-to karaoke song someone hands you the mic it's your time to shine what are you singing shoot probably i was gonna say some elton john dude elton john's probably like my favorite to listen to um that's a good one what song is it mr blue sky by electrolyte orchestra that's like the one that like one of the songs that i know word for word so I think I can do that one. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, Elton John, like, I could definitely kick some, like, some tiny dancer, like, go full ballad on it. Yeah. No, that'd be thing. I need to go to karaoke night. <laughs> <laughs> after Tokyo. I'm sure there's karaoke. I'm sure there's karaoke there. Like, well, yeah. see, that's, that's some of the oh, things. Oh, yeah. Karaoke night going in the village. Like, we're going to have to make it fun if they don't let us do stuff. And so. I'll, that sounds good to me. Uh, yeah. If there's uh, Olympic Village karaoke, please tell us what everybody sings. That's uh, we'll that make is, sure you get them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. and last but not least, your death row meal. You maybe answered it with the tacos already, but you're going to the chair. You can eat anything you want. It's your last meal. What are you having? Oh, I think I'm going with like some pancakes with blueberry syrup. That's just like know. for some reason that's always like I just have such a fond memory of like childhood of my dad just like with us with pancakes. And that's just like a comfort meal. So <laughs> I think I'd do oh, that. That's nice. But the, the Smucker's blueberry like glass bottle on some like biscuit pancakes. 
it's hard to beat that. <laughs> that that is a good answer. I like that. Oh yeah. Blueberry, so, are you doubling down on the blueberries? Blueberry, blueberry, or are you just uh, normal pancakes? Oh, that might be a lot of blueberry. I feel like, I feel like I might just go plain and then just the blueberry syrup. That's fair. But, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on, man. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, we've covered, uh, I think, a lot of topics. Um, definitely given people even more reason to root for you uh, in Tokyo. Um, and, and excited to see how it goes down. I, I, I have high hopes. Uh, oh. And it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm excited as well. I think we'll do, we'll do some special stuff there. So I'm excited for it. Hell yeah. Well, thanks again. And uh, until next time, it's been Run Your Mouth. Stop